is on the radio today So turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio And a good afternoon, everybody. This is indeed the Michael K. Show. We thank you for joining us on this Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. Michael, Don, and Peter with you until 6.30. A lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff to talk about. We start off with what could be a concerning news out of Port St. Lucie. Kodai Senga uh, throwing and felt some fatigue in his arm. He's going to be checked out by the Met people. And I'm going to be in the very a positive position of being somebody to calm down Met fans' nerves. This happens in spring training. It just does. Now, it could end up being something big. In all likelihood, it's not going to be. He's your number one starter. You need him healthy. And just because you know they shut him down because there was some soreness or some fatigue doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It happens in spring training all the time. I wonder why it does, because... Obviously, you're throwing before you get on the mound in spring training, but something cropped up today that concerned them, and they shut him down. Right. But I don't think it's the end of the world. No, I, I don't know. Is it? Is it not? Uh, obviously, when you're a Met fan, you're going to feel like, yeah, it is the end of the world, because everything seems to be the end of the world. But because he is your number one starter and your best hope of being competitive, you can't take any chances. No, so they shut him down. He feels a little fatigue. All right, no big deal. This is what spring training is for. This is why starting pitchers and catchers show up early because they've got to work ahead of everybody else. That's why you've been saying over the last couple of weeks, these free agents, these Boris clients that are sitting out waiting for a contract that think they can just show up the week before the regular season starts and, and be ready for the beginning of the season are going to hurt themselves. It's, a, it's, a, it's progress and because everybody cares. It doesn't fly under the radar like it might have 30 years ago go when it would have been no big deal and he would have fought through it and, and not told anybody about the pain and then something would happen later on so i'm erring on the side of it not being a big deal but michael it's not like they can afford to lose him <laughs> they, they can't afford to have any problems with him at all it's not going to be a great season most likely to begin with and if you lose your uh your ace for any length of time it's going to be epic How about the, i'll say this it's not it's not Diaz getting hurt in the in the World Series of whatever the hell it was called the World Series of Poker Baseball. The World well, no, Series they, of Poker Baseball. It was. I mean, the it, World Baseball Classic. The World Baseball. The WBC. Baseball. It's not that we, we we dealt with worse news last year. If you're a Mets fan, this but is, that crippled them. This crippled. will hurt too. This he's their number one starter. But this but this could be so many things. We're right. Six weeks That's away. why I'm saying don't even. This don't, isn't don't someone crumbling on the mound. Yeah, don't and fret. You know, yeah. I don't, mean, don't but, fret. Don't cry. But you can understand a Mets fan. You know, worried because <laughs> these things do happen to them and to us. So I'm not going to get mad at a Met fan for being concerned about it, but it does make me feel better that people around baseball are saying that it's no big deal. Now I'm going to tell you this. Go ahead, and I'm I'm going to ask you to get close to the speaker. But uh, I really um really riled up Met fans, guys. Why? I didn't notice. Well. You know that argument that we had the other day about, mm-hmm. you know, my point was that the Mets' biggest advantage is the wallet right. of Cohen. Mm-hmm. And they have not take, they've taken that advantage out of play, as you mentioned, to build up for future years. Right. But this year, they've left a lot on the table that they could have done because of the money. And we never thought that that was going to be an issue well, with Cohen. But... Boy, did that it really start up a hornet's nest with our good Met fans? How dare Yankee Boy do that? I mean, I, would you like me to? Would you like me wa- to read some? I would like to hear it. Yes. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's a, it's a, it's a very unhappy group of people. All right, I want to hear it. Okay, because I want to see if I can be staying too much. Um, uh, Eddie Wilkowski. Okay. K is one step away from AM Oblivion, where no one will be able to hear oh, his crap no, over you know the what? static. He's a Yankee sycophant. When's the last time he criticized them? Who cares what he says about the Mets? Okay. Uh, David Vainchenker said, I'll be curious to see if Michael K heaps praise on the Mets next offseason, if and when they spend big. I mean, have I praised the Mets? Many yeah, times. Listen, I've been here with you every step of the way for the last, uh, going on 22 years. I've heard it all. Then Chris Monty 
says uh, that's why K want, that's what K wants the Mets to do so they don't steal Soto from his boys that are petrified of a luxury tax. Chris, Chris, you're so silly. I mean, you really think I'm doing the Yankee bidding so they could sign Soto? The, the, they're afraid of the luxury tax. Do you realize, Chris, and I'm talking softly so you really get it, do you realize that um, they, they're at the top luxury tax level right now, just with the Mets, so they're not petrified of the luxury tax? It looks like Cohen might be this year. That's why you're not signing anybody that could actually help you. That's why you don't have a DH. That's why you're probably a starting pitcher short. Uh, another person... Uh, Jeff Cohen, uh, his logo is Mr. Met. Mm. Uh, Kay is just doing his job as a Yankee propaganda voice. Oh, no. No Met fans take him seriously, and many Yankee fans as well. Interesting. We, Jeff, how's it working out for the Kester? Well, you know, why do you bother? Uh, because it... It's it's just funny how you rile up a fan base. I, I have been behind the Mets so much, especially when they had Buck Showalter as manager. And I'm sorry, Don and I had a very spirited conversation about it. They are the 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 mo- it's, It would be like Nolan Ryan saying, "I'm not throwing my fastball. I'm just going to get you out with curves." The fastball the Mets have is Steve Cohen's wallet. They've gone away from that. But, it but, might pay off in the in the, in but the future. But, but, <laughs> I, I guess the reason, listen, Yankee fans or Met fans are going to go after you because you're the Yankee announcer. Right. I mean, the same thing would happen if Gary Cohen had a show and was critical of the Yankees. It would be he's Met boy, and the Yankee fans would all kill him. It's just the way it's the way of the world. Peter's right; you shouldn't let it bother you because obviously no, it they've got an agenda. It bothered them. It's got an agenda. But going back to the argument we had, I believe it was on Friday. Mm-hmm. And the reason this has come up is that it, it got aggregated yesterday by awful, awful announcing. So some yeah. people saw it. So maybe they didn't hear it live and they're reading about it. And I'm sure they cherry picked quotes, Michael, and didn't hear or replay the entire conversation. The problem I had with you and the attitude that you had on Friday was that they don't have a plan. They have a plan. You may not agree with the plan, but they have a plan. And, and, and I'm hearing Met fans complain about this, too. Cohen, why don't they spend the money? On who? Who do you want them to spend money on? Do you believe, honestly, do you believe they'd be better with you? And this is another thing that uh, I'm not going to read every single silly uh, tweet. Why don't the Yankees get these people? Because the Yankees right now are, Pakota projects them at 94 wins. They don't really need to get these people. The Mets are projected at 80 wins. But But wait a minute. All right, but who cares about the Pakota and all that stuff? But that's what these guys deal with. No, but the fact is that you're projected by the Pakota to win 92 games. Mm-hmm. which may not win you the division, even though they have you with the most wins in the division. Sure. 92 doesn't lock you in not at to all. anything. Certainly doesn't lock you into a championship. Your captain, Aaron Judge, believes there's going to be another move. Mm-hmm. You've said that there's still room for improvement. Sure. So I turned the mirror back on the Yankees. I was like, why aren't you going after Snell? Why aren't you going because after it, Montgomery? there's not an urgency for it. Well, there's not an urgency. There's an urgency with the Mets. The Mets are projected not to make the playoffs. Why is there an urgency? Because they're not going to make the playoffs. Well, because th- their end game is to build something more tangible. This is where you and get that's into a smart trouble. Move. See, this is but where... that's a smart move. Why can't you do both? Like but, the Dodgers. But, but, but well, the Dodgers didn't do a thing last year. But they already had a very good team, that, and they right. Right, right, right. But but so I'm supposed to, if I'm the Mets, spend a bunch of money just so I have to. I have to make the playoffs. This self sense of urgency to be able to make the playoffs and possibly do damage to go after better free agents next year. I mean, you've admitted it makes sense to work in a budget because by just blowing up payroll, it could affect you international money, draft picks. Absolutely. So it is. It is pretty shrewd to be fiscally responsible and not spend like a drunken sailor until it is time to do it. And they look at the free agents next year and say. That's the time to go nuts. Yeah, I could give Jordan Montgomery a three-year contract. Do I believe he's worth the money for that three-year contract? Is that somebody they want to be part of their rotation beyond this year? Maybe the answer from Stearns is no. Now, they could cosmetically do that to try to build some kind of Fugazi run that may get them into the playoffs and may get uh, people excited. But does it hurt them long-term to now where they can't cash in on the better free agents? So they believe, and I agree with them, 
that they can be still competitive this year. I mean, mm-hmm. they are. There's talent there. You still have Lindor. They just have Alvarez a contract. You still have Alonzo, who's in a walk Alvarez's year. Alvarez's not done yet. We're not the, but right. that, it they're seems talking. like they're going right. to get done. They're talking. That Alonzo's in a walk year, so they're happening. He's going to have a beast of a season. You've got a former National League batting champion on the roster. Nimmo's an outstanding player. They believe that Beatty can turn out to be. So this whole idea that they're, that it's it's going to go off the, the rails, I'm not 100% sure. But if I but I think the plan is that when really matters. So and you're more than entitled to disagree with that. But this idea that he doesn't care, this idea that they're being cheap, it's all part of a plan. Just like the Yankees have a plan. The Yankees have the money to, to sign Blake Snell to whatever. Mm-hmm. But they realize I don't know if it's smart to just give him whatever. Give Jordan Montgomery whatever. So they're being smart and the Mets are trying to be smart and they're not going to uh, succumb to the pressure of well, oh, I, I got to make the playoffs this year. I think that's when franchises get in trouble when they feel like they got to put all their eggs in one basket to impress the fans. The fans want to see this team become great for a long, sustained period of time, and I think they are willing as long as there's a plan. That that if this ends up being an off season, that's better than having a, a belief that you're going to win 110 games, win a World Series, and have it snatched from you like it was last year. But but you don't have to do that because the Diamondbacks made the playoffs the last day at 84 wins, sure. and they ended up going to the World Series. And you don't think the Mets can get eight, get to 84 yeah. wins? They're projected to win 80. So you're telling me you can't win four or five they, more games than expected and sneak into the postseason? They can, but the, you you could probably make that more of a sure thing if you actually uh, 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 added. So people. I'll ask again. Don't you, don't you think JD, JD Martinez, uh, one-year deal, and they, is better than Vientos and, and, uh, as a DH? And they still might do with that. J.D. Martinez is still there. Right. And he, he is not a pitcher that needs a full spring training. He's a veteran. Right. Who the Dodgers signed for $10 million last year in the same way the Mets might be able to get him and say, all right, we'll wait, and then we'll then we'll but, gobble him up. But we'll you, see. You're He's still saying, out there. But, but what you're saying, and what I disagree with, and Mets fans seem to think, I'm, I, I want the Mets to spend so that they can't get soda next no, year. No, that's Listen, silly. That's I could silly. give a crap, okay? Right. The Yankees have to do their business. If they want to keep Soto, they'll keep Soto. But my point is, is that you can do both. Because you, you say the Mets have a plan. The plan's different than it was two years ago. So their, their plan has pivoted completely so, so, so in the opposite way. That's what good organizations right. do when okay. things don't go well. But they didn't go terribly. They went terribly off the rails last year. As Peter said, Edwin Diaz getting hurt did not help matters. Did not no. help matters no. at all. No, I think the help. whole team... Crash mentally over it, and then they end up. But the year before, they won 101 games. Right. So they weren't a terrible and team. They, you can actually I, sign a player that helps you now, and uh, still well, sign so Soto who? next year. I mean, they still could sign JD Martinez. I don't know well, else. But, but the, before all of this happened, I know they went after they, Yamamoto no, because uh, as the I, Yankees did and, and the Dodgers did. And then because Yamamoto's part of a long-term plan, but anybody that's going to help them win this year, you're asking to sign a one-year contract, and players don't sign one-year contracts in. <laughs> December and January. But veteran, they usually sign them in the 11th hour in February when they think they're not going to have a contract well, to then, sign. Well, then maybe they would get the J.D. Martinez. Starts. My only disagreement, I agree fundamentally everything you're saying, is that the man has $20 billion. He can do both. Now, he has already crossed the Rubicon about affecting draft picks. Everything he signs now, it's double the money. Same thing with the Yankees, same right. thing with the Dodgers, because they're over that fourth threshold. It doubles the money. So if you give somebody $30 million a year, you're essentially spending $60 million a year. But that's a bed they made by, by getting Scherzer and getting Verlander, and then they pivoted, and they traded them, and ate a lot of the salary, and they bettered their farm system. All of that is good. Right. But to say, okay, I, 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 I love the people that go, well, they're building something here, you know. So, so we'll sacrifice this year. Hey, everybody that says that you, 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 you could be dead next year. Don't you want to see something good this year? Oh, well, but but I, you still could, right? But that's a big. Oh, oh, so, so Justin Turner is all of a sudden going to move the needle. It moves it more than Mark Vientos. Well, but Mark Vientos is somebody that they believe with playing time can become a good player. Mm-hmm. So when you sign these one-year contracts to a Turner or to a JD Martinez. Now, I'm not saying that they won't do that or they couldn't do that, but does it come at the expense of, if I go out and get a third baseman for a one-year deal, now Beatty doesn't play. Maybe mm-hmm. they want Beatty to play to see, am I going to have to go find a third baseman or do I already have a third affordable third but, baseman but, that with playing time can blossom into a really good player? Isn't it less Vientos than... was thrown to the wolves last year. You'd have to admit that. Well, so was Beatty. 
You know, and now with a whole season with less pressure to say, all right, go up there and prove to me that you could be a long-term answer to the team. Isn't that better but than signing a one-year contract? Now my now my future star doesn't play. Sometimes, I hit the pause button sometimes you have to believe what a player shows you because Alvarez thrown to the Wolves and he did great. Well, not right away. I mean, but, he was, you know, they, they but threw Baby to the did terribly the whole year. Run. Right. And I, again, I don't know. Well, the know. playoff run was, I mean, that, that was a, he was a baby then. Right. Last year, he did very no, well. But last year, he did. Yeah, he certainly did very well. Because, but but what, what if, what, what if um, the year before was last year? And Alvarez got called up at the end of the season, went 0 for 8 with 7 strikeouts, right. didn't do anything, and they go, oh, we need a catcher, sign a catcher to a one-year deal, and instead of Alvarez blossoming like he did last year, he sits and watches a veteran take his position for the one year. They're hoping that maybe a full season with Beatty, Beatty had he pretty, pops. Pretty, he had a, he he had a full have, season, and he went Vientos, down and didn't perform right. well. Yeah, and th- there, there's an issue there, I agree. But you don't think Vientos, maybe with a full year, can blossom into a nice player? Well, you know I don't what? know, maybe that's he will, maybe he That's won't. what they're betting on. That's what they're betting on. But, you, but but let me ask you just straight out: Are you are you content with this Met team? Are you content with you? Are you excited about this season? Well, well for the listen, Mets? It, there's a bunch of different. I'm excited about the long term prospects of the team, and it certainly has come at the expense of my excitement in 2024. Right. But if the, if I, the alternative is they plug in a bunch of one year deals, now I've got a chance of having an exciting season. But now I'm not sure that 2025 is going to be special. I, I'd rather do it this way. But, because, you, but you're not sure 2025 right, no, but I, And I'm not sure if they signed all of these guys to the deals that they'd be great. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the Yankees are going to be this year. You're always betting on hope no matter what you do. But you do have – I mean, there are there are statistical projections. But the, but but to, uh, Who's going to be good and who's going to be bad? Sometimes throw, they're wrong. To throw money at being presentable in 2024 to me is not a plan. But I don't think that that affects you in the future. You think you seem well, to think it does. Well, but, but 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 certainly giving more than one year contracts would, and that's and 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 who have they passed on? Well, that, listen, that A would would sign a one year deal and also B but clearly be better than deal. the alternative. Forget about one year deal. I, I happen to be. I, I'm not. I don't think that Jordan Montgomery, Sandy Koufax, by any stretch of the imagination. But he's a good, solid three or four starter. If you sign him to a four-year deal, the Mets you think are going to be competitive in twenty-five. You're not. Right, you're not right, burying right. yourself. You got a pitcher that could slide in as a third or fourth starter so it, for the next four years. Right, but but I don't know. Does Stearns thinks he's a long-term answer? Is he worth well, the money that he's not. asking? Obviously so the answer not. would be no. Then it's no, and then we'll see what free agents are available to the people that he is. I am. You make it seem like you've got to be competitive in 2024. You have to do whatever you can to be competitive. This They have a huge fan base. I think most of the fans are on board with this slow burn. And I do believe there's talent. Peter, they have Lindor. They have Alonzo. They have Alvarez. If Senga's healthy, he finished seventh in the Cy Young last year. It's not like they're bereft of talent. There's things to watch here. Nimmo's a nice player. McNeil's a really good player. So if things come together, this could be a fun year. Agreed. And 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 also and also, or I maybe think it'll be a disaster year. But well, everything's it it based really, upon expectations. I, last year was a disaster because your expectations were through the roof. If they duplicate last year with zero expectations, it won't hurt nearly as much. So the the, the disagreement I have with Michael, I don't see why you have to be competitive. I, in well, well, I I think this is a fundamental misunderstanding between a Yankee fan and a Met fan. A Met fan is actually somewhat satisfied. I think in the same way that I'm satisfied with what the commanders are doing because they got the new ownership. I think Mets fans are still like, the Wilpons are gone. We're going to see this thing out and see how it goes. I don't think they have this expectation that it's now or bust that Yankee fans, and in this case, Michael, seem to have every single season. And I would argue, how's that working out for you? Is having those expectations every year that we need to make moves and go out and grabs has it led to yeah. a championship any sooner? It's led to you being over five hundred for thirty five straight years. And That's a big made, deal. But has that made the fans? Listen, the fans, as we know, yeah. are, 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 are irrational. But there are some Met fans, and one of them called in the other day. That can't be thrown with this because they thought that when Cohen was here, he was going to be Steinbrenner Jr. and he was going to do everything that George did and spend well, and spend and spend, and he I'm did gonna, for a while. And he did. And it didn't work out. They fired Buck Showalter. They brought in a new GM. And now they're going in a whole well, different direction. All that I know does is, not accentuate his money. But let me explain something to you. Because we've got a team in our town that kind of went through what you're hoping the Mets will do this year. 
and that's the New York Giants. Now, it wasn't from spending a ton of money, but they ended up having that great year unexpectedly in 2022 when 9-7-1 won a playoff game on the road. It ended up being just a flare and part of the process of what they were trying to go through. But then what ended up happening? Well, now you got to give Daniel Jones a big contract. He helped us go to the playoffs. Like, so sometimes when you put your eggs in the one basket for the one season, then what did you do? Then now that guy that you signed to a one-year contract, well, you got to bring him back. Peter, you got to bring, if you sign J.D. Martinez to a one-year contract, and he bats 350 and hits, you know, 35 on well, you got to bring him back. We went to the playoffs with him last year. So you see sometimes those Fugazi runs end up being fool's gold. Oh, I really, I you know have well. your plan, and we'll see if it ends up working. And, and is this free agent? You've got Cohen with billions of dollars spilling out of his par- pocket at a flea market. I'd rather have that money spilling out of his pocket at Nordstrom's. And that's what next year's free agency class is. Let's go to the phone, see what you think. Let's go to Lovell. Uh, Lovell. Low- and Lavelle <laughs> and Yonkers. I'm sorry, Lavelle. How you doing? It's all right. it's all right. Listen, Michael, I'm a Yankee fan, but most importantly, I'm Carmi. I'm a Michael K fan, all right? But I got to be honest, ever since that day that they traded Scherzer and you were going on this, this tear about about how, you know, Steve Cohen, oh, I thought he was so rich, it, it, it was kind of embarrassing to me as a fan of because it just seemed like you were, like, a little jealous of the move because think about it. That's a boss rich guy move to say this team isn't working, I'm going to go ahead and trade it. I'm going to fill back up my – no other owner would eat that money. Hal Steinbrenner would not have eaten that money. That's not a businessman move. That That's that's a boss move. Well, I mean, the, the only so – no, I didn't have a problem I'm with a him. Do, I didn't have a problem with him doing that, Lovell. I, I, so I said – You disagreed with I it, disagreed because you're giving up on the season. I don't believe in giving up on seasons. I just don't. I just don't. But, I mean, I have no problem with him doing it. That was a big-time move. I'm going to eat all this money to make my farm system better. A lot of of owners can't do that. Now we get into the fundamental disagreement that we're having here. You're not willing to take a knee on a season. Never. I am if I believe it's for the long-term good of the franchise. And listen, I don't believe in tanking. That's not what I'm saying. I want to be competitive every year. But they essentially tanked when they made those moves. Now it wouldn't have worked out anyway because they were both ended up both getting hurt. But that you were tanking. No, but, but I think the final two months but, of the no, season, but, but, you some, but, but it wasn't strategic. Like we were doing it for a draft pick. They looked at it and say, "Is this going to result into anything?" And they ended up being right. And and then they and the objective was to be able to replenish their farm system, which was an object, ob- objective of Cohen when he bought the team. So there was an opportunity there, and they took it. That happens at the trade deadline. Mike, I don't know how you feel about it, Peter, because you're kind of you, – you've seen this a argument all the time. Do. No, no, from Sorry. from a tanking standpoint. When you get to the trade deadline and you decide to sell, that's not tanking to me. That just makes sense. Tanking to me is purposely losing. But when you get to the trade deadline and you say, we don't have any chance here, like the commanders did when they made the deals that they made at the deadline, that's not tanking. That's shrewd business. And I, and I think that's what the Mets did last year with Scherzer and Verlander. It made sense. Agreed. And now what happens this year? Neither of them are going to be ready for opening day. It ended up being the right move. It did. But but that's where you're, you, because you're the Yankee guy that believes every season you need to finish above 500 and have a chance to win. But I want to be the Yankee someday. I want to be able to be good for years. And sometimes you've got to look at it and say, all right, we got to do a slow burn here to get there and not just throw a bunch of money around into maybe what could end up being bad contracts to hurt our future plan. Phil uh, Sanchez writes, uh, Born and raised in Queens. Been a Mets fan my whole life. I have never been less excited for a season. I would actually be more excited if they did a full rebuild. They're wasting the best years of Lindor, Alonzo, and Nimmo. Well, Alonzo, what are they going to do with him? Well, what do you care about the best years of Alonzo? If he walks in free agency and you don't resign him, what does it matter? Right. Yeah, the Alonzo part doesn't matter at this um, point. But I, I, have those and guys you have, complained? You have, eight, you have eight more years. Well, of, let me they're ask not going to complain. Well, you mean they're not going to complain? Athletes but, complain all the time. But, but Lindor is really close with Cohen and his wife. But He's did, not going to complain. Devers, isn't Devers complaining in Boston? Yeah, well, I mean, but Boston, uh, the, the Mets are a, a, a <laughs> monolith <laughs> but, compared. Boston's an embarrassment what they've done. I, listen, I, I think if Lindor was unhappy, You'd hear him be unhappy. Oh, but maybe uh, he's just maybe Lindor's on maybe board. Maybe he's with this. bought in. Maybe he's bought he's in. Bought, he's a young enough player. He's got a long contract here. He's tight with the owner. He maybe and, and to Don's point, thinks they can be a somewhat competitive team this year. Who knows? I said this a million times. I know. Did anybody have the Orioles pegged for a hundred games last year? You just don't know what's going to happen. No. In a given hey, and, uh, listen, 
I don't. I hate that. They, I hate that they fired Showalter. I thought it was um, not necessary. But Carlos Mendoza is a really good baseball man. He's a. You got yourself a good manager. And, and you know what? You talk about pivoting. If they're in this at the deadline, I think that you'll they'll be aggressive and they try could to pivot see it again. through. Right. All right, so a lot of stuff there. 1-800-919-3776. It's Would You Wednesday, so that's that's always exciting. Uh, Met fans are really hating me, Yankee boy, so I'm going to lean into yeah, it. What else is yeah, well, why, I've told you that for years. No, I, I mean, I, listen. Met fans but, don't like but you. But here's, here's the thing that bothers me. See if you follow me. I say these things totally what I think is objective. This is how I feel. Well, I know, I know and people, that. And the Met fans also, I didn't read that, so he never rips the Yankees. Really? You should be on the other end of phone calls when I rip the Yankees. Right. I rip the Yankees an awful lot for people that actually, it's somebody who's the voice of the Yankees for 32 years. So you're all a bunch of creeps, okay? Every single one of you that thinks that. You don't have ears, you don't have brains, you don't know what you're talking about. I kill everybody. See, Equal opportunity this, slayer. You know what this is, Peter? This is leaning into it. He's leaning into the skit. This is what he should have been doing. <laughs> All right, Don, let's talk about Mazda. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda, more selection and more savings. For a limited time, you'll they'll waive the first lease payment, lease a new 2024 Mazda CX-30 for just $189 a month, and now get the first lease payment on them at Ramsey Mazda, Route 17 North. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for lease details. Excludes tax, title, registration, zero security deposit, FIN RM636808, MSRP 26445 and 229.24. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Rangers won again last night. Don on the call. Eight straight and a great performance by Shesty. He was very good. Yep. He had a couple of saves, Michael, on Sagan. I like you read about the, the highlight, you know, third period, two one game. That's big boy stuff. And Dallas is a really, really good team. That team could win the Stanley Cup and no letdown after the stadium series stuff. So uh I thought that was terrific. And now they play the Devils tomorrow. I'll be at the rock for that. Well, we have uh we have the call what's of up? that save. Okay. Let's hear it. Sagan wins the draw clean. Has getting a couple of moves. Rashad gets deflected by Sagan. Saved by Shesterkin. Rebound by Sagan. Another save by Shesterkin. And he gets the whistle. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love it. Love everything about you. That was a fun game. Well, thank you. I love everything about you. No, not everything. I I can really see the hair coming in there, too. I think... uh, I take back everything I said. About what? That this isn't going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. I, I, I got to tell you, you know what? Losing a bet should hurt. You've always said that. I am so, I feel like a hobo. Well, like, you know, I went you, to a store today. I went to a CVS. I had to pick up a prescription. They looked at me like I was a shoplifter. Well, you can look, shave the like rest a of your face. person without a home. You can shave the rest of your face. You just have to sculpt the pusic and leave that unshaven. But you can yeah, but I figure you, I'll grow it out and then it will end up with the pusic. This I mean, isn't bad for four days, right? No, Five that's days? not bad at all no. for four days. But if you, I think it would look better and less noticeable if you shaved everything but the pusic. Got to get no, Peter's the, opinion on this. Oh, I mean, uh, I know it's disgusting. But I, I was going to say, I think this is a big win for us because <laughs> Don never seemed to think this was going to happen, and I think this is going to be hideous for you. 
It's going to be awful. Yeah, this is already... This is the way I dreamed of you having to grow a Gallagher. Yeah, this is But already... you never lose. No, I'm a big winner. This is already <laughs> This is already very bad. Oh, it's awful. But I was just telling Don, and you stepped away. I, I feel like a hobo. But wouldn't he I walked into CVS, people were moving away from me. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I would move away. Well, well, shouldn't he shave like the rest of his face? Do you think they would look better? And just keep uh, the Pusick unshaven? He doesn't have a lot beyond the Pusick anyway. It's mostly in that area. No, you, there's a lot I mean, here. up in the, up the here, side, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. I think it's going to be done. I think it's... You're talking about... It's not what you want. No, it's not good either way. This is... This is punishment. We're getting... I'm <laughs> this curious is losing what, the bet. I, I, we're getting... I'm curious to what the audience feels, but I feel like we're getting into an actual punishment here. We this just, is a punishment. We just need, we need Flip to keep him away from the camera. We don't need some emergency. Well, to, hot the stove. first game, the first game. Well, if they end up signing Snell, there might be an emergency hot. Well, stove. then we have to have a conversation with Flip on the air that he's going to have to allow you to look that way during the broadcast. And we have a, you know, we have our first game is Sunday, but we don't do on cameras for spring training games, so that's not a concern. And can't you font it? And just Michael have, lost a bet. Michael lost a bet just to explain away for the people. Yeah, but that there don't are listen. a lot of people that are watching it in games that have no idea about the show and have no idea. Well, about that's a why bet. I think it should be fonted. Michael lost a bet. This is why he's wearing this hair the way that he is. Let's go to the phone, Stephen, Connecticut. Stephen, hey, what's up, boy? How you doing? Good. Just real quick, but for my point, I know we wanted to delete from our memories that Richard called, but he had a different <laughs> delivery. Very Seinfeld looking. And why is it called spring training? You know, it's not a bad way? point. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think uh, you you really you found something there. And, and, and what was this call? I heard this about call it. was you know why do they call it spring training? It's not spring. It should be winter spring. Winter playing. You know, whatever. Winter's training. <laughs> <That'll> be, <laughs> we'll hear that <laughs> at six. Well, that was something. <laughs> up. Wow. That, it, Regarding you, the conversation uh, with uh, Matt Yankee deal, Mike, you're way off base and you're contradicting yourself a bit. I love you, but and this is I hate the garbage about oh well they're fans. That's what it stands for fanatic that we can't be objective because we don't collect a paycheck with our opinions. Mike, when did the Knicks start getting a feel like they were on the right path? When they stopped doing the Stevie Francis's, the Antonio McDice, the mess that was Isaiah. They could have made some quick fixes. I know LeBron didn't want to come there, Durant would, but there was other options. It finally felt right and got healthy when they... But, but Steve, the, the, I'm not, uh, why I'm not... And we can continue to go back and forth, but I'm not contradicting myself. A cap sport is a different story. The the beauty of Steve Cohen is he's richer than everybody else. You could spend more than anybody else. And I'm not saying he's cheap. He has a $300 million payroll, but when you look at the product that's going to be on the field, that's not a $300 million product. Yeah, but like Don said, who should they go out and get? I mean, say, like, I mean, the Knicks, finally, I, I hate to keep bringing it back to the Knicks, but that's when it finally felt healthy. Just for you to say, Get some and take a knee on a season. Sometimes no one takes a knee on a season except teams that totally tank. But there's a. Are you are you a Met fan, Steve? Are you a Met fan? No, that's the point. I'm a fellow Yankee boy. All right, but so, so you I'm you don't think? But uh, I mean, if if Met fans were honest and they put away their disdain for me, they're not that excited mm-hmm. about this year. But they're but I, no, I I'm a Met fan. I'm not feigning interest or right. just kind of come up with the other side for good radio. I'm a Met fan. And I'm excited about the long-term health of this franchise. That's what I'm excited about. I want to be the Braves. I want to be the Astros. I want to be a perennial winner like the Mets were in the 80s. And just because Steve Cohen's got money doesn't guarantee anything. The Orioles had money back in the 90s. What did it get him? A bunch of 90-plus win seasons and not even a World Series appearance. The Dodgers, all the money that they've spent, won Fugazi COVID championship since 1988. Mm-hmm. All right? I would like to be able to not just it be about money, but having prospects and sustain injuries and be able to survive because I can call guys up that can rake just like the guys that were starting but, but the Dodgers, and be in that position. Dodgers finish first every year. That's not, not. I mean, they're not Yankee fans. They're pretty happy with that. They want to win a championship. No, but, yeah, but, 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 but when you build something sustainable, right. you can finish first. No, yeah, but they year. also have. You know, they had great prospects and they had uh, they had a farm system. I mean, you want to be able to build it up. The Wilpons left Cohen with very little. And he, he spent right away thinking like you, well, I got to make a splash. So let's give Scherzer money. Let's give Lindor money. Let's give Verlander money. It didn't work. And now he's brought in a good baseball person. And now they can kind of build. And and I was just thinking about it during the break. You've uh, I 
Last year, they were derailed by injuries, and you said, Diaz is coming back. Right. Senga's got another year under his belt. I mean, you've got a potential all-star at catcher. You've got an all-star at first. You've got a potential all-star at second. You've got a perennial all-star at shortstop. You just gave money to your center fielder. I, I, they, they're not. Do they have a championship caliber team? No. But why can't I go in there and, and look at a team that could finish above five hundred with three wild cards, be alive in September? Let's go to David in Little Falls. It's too late. Hey, David. Good afternoon, fellas. How you doing? Doing good. Um, Mike, I want to agree with you. Uh, I'm a frustrated Met fan, and I know Don's a good fan. But, Don, we're tired of just being content hanging around. When our new owner came in, we were all fired up to win now. Three- to five-year plan. And now we're told, no, 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 we're going to change, move the goalposts. we got to yeah. uh, slow this thing down. And, and it's frustrating. And I'm tired of being close and no cigar. You well, know, who do the, you want? Who have they missed out on? Who did you want to see them sign? Don, I just want to win. No, I want well, to so win. But I also want to win and win and win some more. I mean, I, who do you want to sign that was going to instantly make them a, comp- a contender for a championship this offseason? They tried to go after Yamamoto, it didn't work out. They had no shot at Otani. So who? But I he- mean, you want to win. They actually spent money, it didn't work. And they won 101 games. And the other thing about the 101 games, Michael, they got blown away by the Braves like they were flat-footed in September and, and then got wasted by the Padres. By the Padres. No, so they won 101 games, but the way it ended told you that maybe they weren't as good as their record indicated they were. So I want to be able to build something long-term. That caller's frustrated. So am I. Uh, but but I, do you think going signing a few ancillary deals to make them competitive this year is is going to help the long-term health of the franchise? But the, the one thing that I think of that I, you know, I'm a little dubious, well, you know, they're saving the money because the, the, the free agent market next year is going to be great. Uh, you know what? Both the Yankees and the Mets thought they were getting Yamamoto. They didn't. So you can see Soto's going to be a free agent. Max Fried's going to be a free agent. Um, Walker Bueller's going to be a free agent. You might not get any of them. Just because you have the most money, it showed with right. Yamamoto. Doesn't mean you but, get it. That's a bad but plan. All, but all, no, but all the, the more ba- reason. Now, if the plan is to build up the farm system, that's well, a different story. But that, that's not going to pay off with a championship in 25. No, but, 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 it, but there's going to be a lot of really good free agents, Soto among them, right. where you want to make sure that you're in a position that when the ante gets continually raised, that mm-hmm. you can hang. But he can hang with anybody. I, that's I, my point. I He's understand that, but but but, Swings it but around. so so that so that's the only way I could be competitive. Have a four hundred million dollar payroll, outspend everybody else. Why can't I put together a really good baseball team that makes shrewd moves and actually builds a farm system and it doesn't have to spend money on top of money? Well, so I can only buy my championships. That's the only way. That it's funny how the other sports, all of them very successful, all of them very popular, have a salary cap where you need a shrewd general manager and make the right decisions. But baseball, I, I can just go to the MLB store, buy all my best players, and win a championship. Like that's the only way to do it. Well, that's what the Dodgers did this offseason. They went to the store. Yeah, but a lot they of got all and the they, best and players. And with all the money that they had, how, what did they did they spend any money last year? No, JD Martinez. That was it. Why? So even with all because their they fortune, wanted to reset, but the Mets aren't resetting. The Dodgers got under the threshold. That allowed them to do what they wanted to do. The Mets haven't reset because they're being weighed down by paying Verlander and Scherzer's salaries. And they don't want to be weighed down any further but unless they, there's they, a really they, good it, deal that can come along. That's one year. Are they going to reset next year? Or are they going to spend again and go over the cap? Well, then, then we'll, we're going to see, but I'm sure. But 2025 seems to be where they're at. Let's go to John in Kansas City. John. There, Michael. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Uh, you got I'm it. a Mets fan who just happens to be out here in Kansas City. Um, but my question is, I see both points of view from you and Don. Uh, they're both very good points of view, but is the canary in the coal mine really going to be Pete Alonso here and how they're pursuing him this year? Because it seems right now that David Stern's not really having talked to him very much. Um, I'm wondering if they're not going to pursue him that hard and there's a good chance that he goes in free agency, then what really is the level of uh, competition that the Mets are going to be putting forward in 2025? I mean, well, but I, I think, John, I mean, in, to dis- defend the other side, if you lose Pete Alonso, you probably spend whatever you have to spend to get Soto or, or, or another great free agent that's out there. I just think that what they've had, what they've done, and let's see if it pays off. Interesting strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out. They have decided we're going to be fiscally responsible. Good for them. But as I said, you're taking away Nolan Ryan's fastball. So 
you don't. You, there's a certain amount of money you want to pay Pete Alonso. Right. And that's it. And then after that, you move on, like the Yankees did with Snell. We offered you this. You want more, we're out. We're out. Right. So you, if you're going to be fiscally responsible, that means across the board. Are you going to be fiscally responsible for everybody? You weren't fiscally responsible no, with Scherzer the, and Verlander. No, that you was weren't. crazy. Right. So then they obviously then that was a mistake and they pivoted. I don't know why you always feel, Michael, when you make a mistake that the only option is to double down. Why can't you admit you made a mistake and move on and do something different? And they, obviously, there's something not to like about Pete Alonso that they don't want to sit there and give him fifty million dollars a year. Okay. And I don't. I, I, and I just because I happen to be a billionaire doesn't mean I have to pay the billionaire tax and overpay for everybody. I don't think Pete Alonso's worth fifty million dollars a year. But the, I'm not you, even sure he's worth forty. You do. Re- he's not. He's, he's not going to get it. But you do realize that it's Cohen that moved the, the goal lines by blowing past 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, and gave Scherzer 43 and a half, and the same right. thing to Ver- So you have, I mean, if you look at his payroll, he's not cheap at all. I'm not saying he's no. cheap. He's over $300 million, but you got to be honest with you, this is not a $300 million team. You look at the Dodgers, right. that's and, a $300 but, but, million but dollar again, team. Again, I don't understand. So you make a mistake, that means you have to continue to make the same mistake. That was also before Stearns. Right. And now Stearns probably comes in and can be his conscience and say, listen, Steve, that was a mistake. If I were here, I would have advised you not to get Verlander and Scherzer. Probably what he said. So isn't that smart rather than than to continue to die by the sins you committed a couple of years ago? I I think David Stern is smart. David Stearns is smart. I think he he was... Really short-sighted, not even talking to Showalter. That that showed me a little bit of a dent in the armor. And he never won anything in Milwaukee. I know he had a low payroll, and they made the playoffs, never won anything. So let's see him win something. Because now, you know, like Andrew Friedman, he was with the, the, the Tampa Bay Rays. And when he went to the Dodgers, he brought along all the smarts from the Rays and spent a lot of money. Let's see if Stearns could do both. Because it seems like he's running the Mets right. fiscally responsibly, like he had to for Mark Atanasio with the Brewers. That's not the, You don't have to do that with the Mets because well, of Steve Cohen. I've got a question to ask you on this topic Okay. when we come back. Oh, oh it's, it's would you? So you want to save it till four? Or? Yes. Okay. It's worth saving till four. Just remind me because I'll forget. All right. Make your move and rise up to Mazda from Bay Ridge Mazda with over 200 new Mazdas to choose from and 0% APR financing available. Now's the perfect time to discover the power, performance, and pleasure that comes from driving a Mazda. Move up today before their exceptional February offers expire. Online buying and at-home test drives available at BayRidgeMazda.com. Bay Ridge Mazda at 9000 4th Avenue in Brooklyn or approve, on, on approved credit. See dealer for details and 229-24. Getting engaged will be one of the most exciting times of your life, and the winning team at London Jewelers is there to help you pop the question. The cutting-edge technology and trained professionals at London Jewelers can help you select a ring from their 2 by London collection or design the absolute perfect ring at any budget. So whether you're starting out or starting over, let the engagement experts at London Jewelers help you. Visit London Jewelers at any of their seven locations, including the Americana Manhasset and the Mall at Short Hills. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. It's uncomfortable. No, no I, I don't. Th- I don't think I could. Really? But well, she's total smoke show. <laughs> at times, incriminating. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> What's up, you rash? Let's not be Don. Hold on, but don't answer yet. And a Michael K. Show favorite. Michael, you're you're such a child. It's the Woodya game. We play it off the air all the time. The Woodya game. All right. You, did you know that Woodya Wednesday on 98.7 ESPN is driven by Ramsey Mazda? So I'm going to let the the fans take over for the most part because they have sent some really good woods. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, which John from Beacon goes, would you rather eat a snowball covered in dog urine or have a mouse crawl over you for an hour? Wait, wait. Snowball covered in dog urine. Hmm. You have to eat the snowball, you said? Yeah. Or have a mouse crawl all over you for an hour? I, 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 I think guess I, I got to go with the mouse. I would go with the mouse. So would I. I'm not, I'm I, mean, not, I, I can't want... even believe that was a hard, hard one. I don't. I don't. I don't dig either one. But that's why it's would you. Uh, Yoni Bobker says, mm. "Would you rather your fr- this is a good one? Would you rather your friends remove you from the group chat, or make another group chat behind your back without you?" 
They're, that's both bad. Yeah, right? it's awful. Um, I guess I'd rather be removed. Yeah, I'd rather be removed. I don't even know if that's there, a there, thing. There, there's because then I no, did something. You can kick someone from yeah. a group chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How anyone can kick anyone from a group? But no. Yeah, you could. You you know, you're, you're out, Peter, and then they just oh, have, they say it to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Greer writes: Would you guys rather walk in on your spouse cheating on you, or see a viral video a video of your spouse cheating on you? That's an interesting one. I think walk in. Yeah, you'd rather share it with just the pain with yourself than the rest of the world. Viral video. Important to note. Yeah, viral. That video. means other people are in on yeah, no, that. I'm that your marriage is over. Uh, uh, your relationship is over. The world knows it's there. You know. Um, and then there's there's confirmation too, right? Because then if if you really are in love and just trying to find any excuse, well, maybe the maybe the video isn't real. Walking in, there's immediate closure, and you could deal with it right there on the spot, right? Yeah. And would you think you you think you'd kill the guy? Well, here's the thing: beat him to a pulp. He's thought here, about this. Here, a here, now, I don't know if I ever told you about this arrangement that um, me and John Stark made back in the day. No. Sounds, I like well, it. it was more him than me. That he, so it's not a marriage. It's so he was saying that um, that let's say this is when we were like not we weren't married. We were dating. It's like what what would you do? I got if if John's girlfriend came to me and said, "Listen, I, I really want to be with you. I love John, but I I really need to sleep with you." Mm-hmm. John's plan was that I tell John. John lets me sleep with her. And then, like, he hides in the closet, jumps out, and go, we're done. We're through. Because he's going to break up with her anyway once I once I tell him that she said that to me. Why not let me have a little fun? You know, it's like probably the, the brightest thing so, John's ever said. But, but what's <laughs> strong. But what this all comes down to is, why is it the guy's fault? It's her fault. She's cheating on well, me. They're both just... The as, guy's uh, just looking to break off a piece. Yeah, the ma- the married person, I think, the is The married worse. person's always the worst Now, person. if he... If it's a friend of mine... Oh, yeah. If it's John somebody... Stark. That knew that then that's a different story. But if, if 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 my significant other just picks up a random guy, why is it the guy's fault? He might not even know the situation. Might not even know that she's married or with somebody. Now this is from our good friend who, who listens to every second of the show. I wish he had a meter, Steve Brzezinski. Oh, and it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be stuck in an elev- elevator with the most annoying person ever? For a few hours, waiting for Someone help to say arrive. Steve Brzezinski. No, I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> Peter said that. But or I'm just would you kidding. rather be stuck in the worst traffic during the summer with no functioning air conditioning in your car? Hmm. Stuck in an elevator with the worst person mm-hmm. in the world, or stuck in the traffic with no AC? All right. I'm going traffic and AC. Yeah, AC. I agree. Sweltering hot. I get it. Sweltering, uh, it but kill yeah. a dog. I know, but well, I still if, have my... if literally I had my dog with me, then I'd go to the elevator. But if it's me alone, I'd suffer through the heat, right? Rather than suffer through. And also, I, I don't know what you call this. It's not claustrophobia, but sometimes I get anxiety when I can't control, like leaving someplace. Well, in traffic, you can't. No, I can get out of the car. Worst case, you get out of the Worst car. Ca- if I have a panic attack, I can get out of the car. I can walk up and full you know, Michael down. Douglas falling down. But in the elevator, I'm not going with anywhere. those glasses. He showed we're us stuck. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Like that's always been my problem with the plane. I'm not afraid to fly. It's just that if if we're in the middle of, over the Atlantic Ocean, I can't say, "All right, it's time. I want to go now." Right. I can always pull a bus over, right, or a car, or even the train's going to have a stop at some point. All right, so this is it's kind of forming into a new thing, would you? And this is a good one from Robert Mazaki. Who would you rather be, guys? Derek Jeter or George Clooney? George Clooney, easy. I'd rather be an actor than a Yankee. <sighs> the Clooney thing would be more fun now. And I'm going to get yeah. jumped and I don't care. Clooney's way cooler than Jeter. Clooney? Because Jerry Clooney is taking Jeter. No, Clooney's, cause, you know what? I, it's in my head because Jerry was at the uh, hockey game last night. There you go. So it was in my head. So the, my stupidity had a reason. Yeah, Clooney's the, got the a sense of humor. Fifteenth book. You'd rather hang with George Clooney than you would Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter's kind of stuffy. He's not interesting. Not stuffy. He's very know. good. He's very funny with his friends. He's, he's, he's just, getting very good on TV too. Oh, he's very good. actually. So who's 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 cooler? Honestly, no, no. no one's a much better baseball player. I get it, but I'm just saying. If you had that, put your Yankee fandom aside, people out there. If you just had to kill thirty minutes at a DMV. Standing next to somebody, who's going to entertain you more? Probably Clooney. It, for me, the Clooney part is that it's a longer run. But I will say this: the heights of Jeter's highs 
are more fun than than because remember oh. if you're Clooney, you have to be on Facts of Life too. Yeah, and by the way, Jeter never really had to be on Facts of Life. And also, uh, being an actor, well, that was when he was with the 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 Clippers, the Columbus. Uh, Minor league, he was there for a bit. Five right? seconds, yeah. yeah but yeah, it wasn't uh, that was his life. No, but, but well, there was another wrong angle, Blair. <laughs> yeah, but by the way, but being and Tootie, no, <laughs> uh, I'd hang with Tootie, all right. But here's yeah. the thing, but but being on and Nat, being yeah. on set of films, it's not nearly as fun as playing well, so, sport. But but nah, but there's a lot of practice and working out. No, there's other stuff. And then Neil being up for an Academy Award, like they, they, it's that's up there with winning a World Series, right? No, I, mean, I, I, I think I, they're equal. I think Clooney's fair. I, I think Clooney's fair. All right, so very quickly, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, both short lives. No, no, Ruth, no, Ruth, no. Ruth lives like a maniac. I'm going Ruth. Yeah, well, then you know, and, and listen, death is bad no matter how you look at it. But Gehrig's death was nobody wants. Nobody wants. Everyone knows your time is limited when the disease is named after you. You know you're. I don't think it was then, but I get what you're oh, saying. And, and listen, the, I, I, Garrick was amazing, right? But Ruth had a good. He rang it out. Um, and finally, would you rather be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Lou Alcindor or Will Chamberlain? No, listen, I, I'm gonna. This is gonna be bad. I, I, Kareem's just a better guy. Who is Kareem? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a true. Tr- How do you know that being? Wolf's not a good guy? Well, I'm, it's not that he wasn't a good you guy. You can't so sleep it. with that many women and be a decent guy. Well, that's ridiculous. No, what come a, on. What an asinine I statement. I don't know. No, I come don't know. On. As long as, you, as, long as he's up front with people. Yeah, but still, you could argue. I'm sure there was a few inappropriate relationships. When you're talking about that number of people. All right, let, let's say salt of the earth. It's Kareem. He's one of the top five human beings. He's, he's had a hell of a run. Well, I mean, if you watch Winning Time, he wasn't very nice to some of his teammates. No, no, he's grown up in front of our eyes, sure. And Kareem had a longer run. Yeah. He's still, you know, yeah. still with us. I, I am worrying about him. He's starting to get pretty old, though. Yeah, well, that's usually yeah. happens when you get old. It's a that's byproduct the thing, of that's age. That's the thing about getting old. Yeah. But uh, you know what, though? I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. I go wilt. Wow. Yeah, knock him, slam him down and smack him. Yeah. I get it. I got to tell you. Just staring at him while he was talking. Yeah, you pivot. nailed it with the yeah, pivot. pivot. You really have. Yeah, and I and I, and I he's, no, it's, he's it's, pejorative with his old school thing. I think just overall pivot, and I think it's a good look. My uh, my my, I told you what my savage father said to him. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you told the people on the air. No, that my dad was like, "Oh, the glasses—they look great. Oh, I yeah. love it. I love it. They look so good. It takes the attention away from your big bald head. You don't have a big bald head. You have a bald head, but it's not big. But I know, but it's my dad. I think has an insecurity about my baldness, so this makes him feel better. He has someone. an insecurity about your baldness. You well, seem like you embraced it. I don't care about the baldness at all. I think he was insecure when he went bald. But he's not as bald as you. No, but I'm, your brother's not bald. My brother's cue ball. Oh, is he? Yeah, bald as can be. I guess he left no impression. And by the way, on b- by the way, good or bad? Yeah, I guess not. Uh, bad or good news? Uh, I found out I'm blind as a bat today. So we'll get into that in a moment. That's Would You Wednesday, driven by Ramsey it's Mazda. Sponsored? It's the experience of driving a new Mazda and buying a new Mazda from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Don has a question to ask. Yes, I do. We come back, so I'm re- reminding him right now. We'll take more of your phone calls as well. Uh, but first, Don has to, not Don, but it's Peter, actually, who uh, is thinking about that great movie with Vince Vaughn and the Dodgeball. Like. Yeah. Hey, New York's Peter Rosenberg for Security Dodge, Long Island's Ram and Wrangler headquarters. Right now, you can lease a new 24 Dodge Hornet RT for only $2.99 a month with zero down. That's right, $2.99 a month, zero down, all during the President's Day sales event. Shop 24-7. At securitydodge.com. The Dodge Hornet RT is the most powerful compact UV based on 2023 IIHS's compact SUV segment. Latest available competitive information. Quickest based on 0 to 60 time of 5.6 seconds. Most powerful based on 288 horsepower. Best handling based on 0.9 max G skid pad vehicle dynamics rating. A weight distribution of 5248 and car and driver dynamics testing. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.